Home Show on Success 105.7. I'm Heather Vest. A lot of times when people hear the word franchise, they think of fast food or they think of a retail spot, you know, McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or some other clothing line. But that is a misconception about franchises. And there are a lot of other ones, aren't there? Yes, definitely. There are, there are quite a few, uh, hundreds, thousands even. There are, and they're in all sorts of industries, you know, not people, again, when, when people think of franchising, they think of fast food right. or, or like you said, clothing lines or something like that. That's certainly a couple of slices of that pie, but the pie is much bigger and has a lot more slices. We have Jeff Baker with the Entrepreneur's Source telling us about franchises and some misconceptions people have about them. So what other kinds of ones are just some random examples? Well, we have we work with many industries, upwards of 30 or 40 in, in the Entrepreneur's Source. They range from health and fitness, elder care, even coaching is included, business consulting. There are also even, uh, there's even energy and environment types of industries that we work with. Um, so the list goes on and on. And what I like to do is, is work with folks and just find out exactly what their skill levels are, what their interests are, their background, and work with them and try to find something that is a good fit for them. I always thought a franchise would require lots of money. We're talking about like hundreds of thousands of money and that you'd be hiring lots of employees and that that became your new job. From what I'm hearing from you, that's not necessarily true. Definitely not. There's, there, there's such a, a, a vast range of investments out there ranging from the, you know, the low 10,000, 20,000 range to you know, the higher, uh, higher ranges and the hundreds of thousands and any, anywhere in between. And would people need to have cash to start some of these or, you know, can they get loans or SBA loans or? There, we work with a number of funding partners and they have multiple ways that they work with uh, the client to figure out the best solution for them from a financial standpoint. Sometimes it would include an SBA loan. Sometimes it might include something like a ROBS, which is a rollover for business startup, which involves maybe rolling over your 401k or IRA or something like that. And there's other plans that they have that they could uh, work with the, the client to see if that might work best for them. And are all franchises, I mean, you basically beholden to like whatever company it is and that you have to give them a percentage or all of them like that? Or do they, or they vary? There's a certain, uh, I would say, a majority of them that do charge what we call a royalty. Mm -hmm. um, there are others that waive the royalty hmm. um, and have give you a little more latitude in terms of how you'd like to run that business. I think a lot of a large misconception is that there's no flexibility when you own a franchise business. Like you said, you're beholden to the, the, the mothership, as it were. <laughs> um, but that's, that's not necessarily the case. They certainly do have guidelines and guardrails for you to follow, right. which really are geared to help you to be successful. But they also s allow room for you to be creative and exercise your own ideas how you'd like to run that business. So if I wanted to name something, you know, Heather's Pizza Delivery or, or Elder Care or Heather's Tech Service, I could run that. There are some businesses that would allow that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, that a majority of them would make you use the, the brand name. Okay, would just because it makes more sense, probably. Yes, right. Because then people are like, oh, I recognize the brand name exactly. versus then knowing who Heather is specifically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, that makes but there, sense. But there is some leeway there, too. Oh, they're kind of given a playbook is what I'm understanding to Correct. kind of go by to help them make their the most successful business rather than having to 
figure it out for yourself. Exactly. That's the advantage of having a franchise. You know, you've heard the expression, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Okay. So they kind of give you a playbook of how to be a successful business. And obviously these are other companies that have been not just business, that has been in business for a while. A, a tried and true method. That, okay. that, that they've, you know, that's been vetted. They, of course, they fine tune it along the way to see what works best. Any smart franchise company is going to be open to new ideas to mm -hmm. how they can improve their, their brand. But yeah, I, I would say that it starts with a foundation of the guidelines for mm -hmm. you to follow. Of course, a, a good a support team to work with too, to help you get off the ground and, and to keep your business running. So you help them connect with that? Yes. What are one of the biggest surprises most people, new franchise owners, you think have in starting their business? I would say the biggest surprise is how, well, first of all, the, the amount of the biggest interest I think that they would have is in freeing up their time to spend on the things that really matter the most to them. So things like spending time with their family. Oh, so this is way opposite. I mean, a lot of times when people I've heard franchise owners, it's like, oh, I'm just paying for my own business now. Now I have a job that owns me. But you're saying actually the opposite. In many cases, yes. There's there's certainly going to be a, with some businesses, some brands, there's going to be a certain amount of time you're going to need to put into the business unless you decide to work as a semi-absentee mm -hmm. or maybe even a, closer to a full absentee where the business is more of a, maybe a, a, a second stream of income or an investment. So that would be certainly an option for, for somebody interested in, in really changing and, and upgrading their quality of life. Okay, so absentee sounds almost kind of like the four-hour work week that I've heard. I don't know, this book is not new. I'm sure you guys have all heard it, but I was listening to it most recently. But it sounds almost, you know, set it and forget it and like check on it once a month or so. That's really not the case. Even with full absentee situations, it's not a set it and forget it. However, your involvement is pretty minimal. You know, especially if it's a situation where maybe you have a manager that you've hired to run that business for you, and maybe all you're doing is getting KPIs from them on a, on KPI, a monthly... KPI? What is a key, uh, key performance indicators. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that's what I thought it stood for. I wasn't sure. Um, so a person that has maybe a job, let's say they, they like their job right now, but they want to they want to explore something else to kind of right. go on the side. Is this something they could cons consider also? Right, and it's really about exploring. I, I'm not here to try to twist your arm or pressure you in any way. It's really about finding out what your opportunities and possibilities, kind of a key word there, to explore. And I, I'm your facilitator. Jeff Baker with Entrepreneur's Source. It's been very interesting talking about this with you. How can people get in touch with you? Yes, you can reach me at jbaker, that's the letter J, jbaker at esourcecoach.com, www.jbaker.esourcecoach.com. I also have a phone number you can call me at, which is 408-718-6257. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the Tulsa VIP Home Show on Success 105.7.